So Dan, I heard you and the guys were doing some Pathfinder the other day. How was it? Uh, it was pretty great, Kim. In fact, the game went smoother than ever. Uh, you had good players, I assume. Oh god, no. It was the usual gang of miscreants. But the battles went pretty fast, and the adventure was smooth sailing. How was that? It was with a few new RPG goodies we got from Roll for Initiative. We got this new dice tower with the initiative tracker. It's got this awesome idea that uses magnetic pieces in these two team colors. So we roll on the red, and we all knew when exactly when we were going to go, because it's huge and displayed right in front of us. And the best part? It's on dry erase. So there's not all these like, little shreds of paper for all the monsters and everything just laying around the table when we were done. That sounds great, but didn't the giant maps get in your way? Not even a little bit. You see, we use these new dry erase dungeon tiles that Roll for Initiative has too, so the GM had everything ready. Like, nobody was waiting around for him to draw maps and, like, knocking over their miniatures and having to keep moving phones and everything. In fact, he had them all ready to go before the adventure and was just laying them out. And they come in two different sizes, like the 5x5s, so when we were going, like, down the little tunnels and everything, he was breaking out those. And then when he broke out these three giant 10x10 tiles, we knew we were in the sweet spot. We were hunting a dragon, he had to be in that room. But it was great because we didn't see it beforehand because he didn't have pieces of paper all over a big ugly map. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome, but it also sounds kind of pricey. Actually, the prices are pretty amazing. You see, you can get anything from individual tiles and like clothing, battle mats, and more. You know, uh, in fact, Roll for Initiative even has this awesome Dungeon Master special. And this thing is crazy. You get like the dice tower with that initiative tracker, you get the DM screens, you get even a pack of the dungeon tiles, you even get three dry erase markers. Because when we first got ours, we were like, oh, we gotta make sure we swing by Staples on the way home to buy some dry erase markers. Not with this. And what's crazy is you get 120 polyhedral dice. So if you're starting up a brand new group, or if you wanna play at like, your local game store and you think people are gonna swipe some of your D20s, this thing is awesome, and the best part, it's $59.99, which is basically like what any supplement book is nowadays. Now, I know that might sound a little pricey. What's awesome? If you use promo code MFGCAST, you're going to get 10% off your whole order. So you just go to RollForInitiative.com. That's Roll, the number four, Initiative.com, and use that promo code MFGCAST in the checkout screen, and you're going to save 10% off your order. But you got to remember, Kim, it's good until December 1st. So if you want to do some Christmas shopping and get some people those RPG goodies, you better do it quick. This episode of the MFG cast is sponsored by BattleBards. BattleBards is your premium tabletop audio for your RPGs, tabletop games, etc. From sound effects to monster scapes. Soundscapes. <laughs> to scripts and languages. If it's passage y'all be seeking, it won't be comfortable. Or oh, cheap. Go, Dasek, Bikil, Sariv, Shartleg, Nomeno, Moonthrek, Sariapskile. And last but not least, incredible musical scores.
but not only can you get this great fantasy audio, but you can get something free from the MFG Cast with coupon codes. Use the MFG Cast code MFGCast1 when buying the $10 and $25 packages and get the Soul Forging score music and get the score music Dwarf Temple the Soul Forging. Use the code MFGCast2 when buying your $50 and $100 packages to receive five free tracks, including I Monster Combat, Behold Extermination, The Soundscape Dungeon, Dungeon of Lost, Inhabited, The MPC Script, Armor Smith, Steel and Silk, and Sound Effect, Short Bow, Arrow Barrage. And lastly, with using your MFGCast3 code for the $150 and $300 packages, you get a total of 10 tracks, which is one full album, including the score, Dark Elf City, Morning Doer, the sound effect, Magic Missile Spell. The Monsterscape, Common Giant, Torture, Hill Giant, and Entertaining at Home. The Racial Language, Orcish, or Brood Lashes Out. And, and the Soundscape, Castle Ruins, Ruins of the Black Castle at Night. Use those codes to not only get wonderful Battle Bard music, but to get something free from us. And get your MF game on. And now, back to the show. This is the MFG Cast. Hey guys, Kurt here. I'm here with Dan and Kim, and we're going to do something that is will seem kind of familiar, but a little different. Um, before, I had Taylor LaBrush on the podcast, and we came up with a RPG just kind of out of, out of the blue, and it was really fun. So I thought I would have the genius of Dan and Kim on to talk uh, to make a micro game. What is a micro game? It's a small game. It's a game that you could play... Um, like in between your bigger box games, uh, something that you maybe you could play while you're waiting in line for a coffee, uh, just something silly and fun that I thought would be kind of fun for us to do. So I have them both on, so Dan and Kim, welcome. What up, Kirk? The reason why I kind of got this idea is kind of from that whole making the RPG thing, so I thought it'd be cool to make a game, but also I saw that some uh, different companies do this too. A company that I follow right now, Button Shy Games, they have a contest going on where you can make a micro game and pitch it to them and if you win then it's something that they will possibly publish so I thought well that'd be kind of fun to do just to make something and have something out there that maybe you guys would enjoy so we're gonna kind of figure that out the reason how I got Dan and Kim sucked into it is I I suggested that we do wrestling so so maybe this might actually be a bad idea I don't know (laughs) we'll find out so Kim says that Dan has a lot of good ideas so Dan what when I told you about this, did you just start writing stuff down right away? Did you just yeah, kind of, or did you have ideas before that? Um, well, I always like to jot down new game ideas because uh, I saw like one of the guys I follow on Twitter a couple of months ago was like, everyone should make at least one game in their life, even if it's the worst game they ever played. You know, just because like for that fun of going like even if you say like Lords of Waterdeep, you're like, man, I wish this game had attacking. Make attacking in Lords of Waterdeep and try it. Like you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Just make something that sounds fun. So anytime I have game ideas lately, I've been jotting it down. Like I'm working on like a uh, you know like a new type of brawling game, like an arena style game. I'm currently working on a game that I sent you a PDF of to do some print and play, where it's like my version of Machi Koro, except like evolving stock markets and things like that. So yeah, I always dig a, a little bit of game design whenever I get a chance. Nice. Very cool. So what did you do, Kim, for this? What uh, what kind of preparation did you do for this? I listened to Dan's ideas and agreed with him. <laughs> That's why I asked you. I was joking. 
to make uh, sure that she uh, can make a great wrestling game, she played ten hours of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, because I figured I would be more of the question uh, giver. I would ask questions about what you think about, like who who might you be adding to this game, what type of components, elements, stuff like that. That's that's my job here today. And I, as as Danikin can see, I did no preparation either because I like to kind of do it on the fly because I think I'm better at doing that than actual preparation. So we're going to use Dan's talent of creating games and we're going to kind of give him some ideas too to kind of polish it, I think. So so Dan, when you think of a micro game what and a micro wrestling game, what did you think about right away? Did you think about, oh, okay, let's do a couple of cards, let's do a dice game? What, what, what was your idea? I was actually thinking of, I got like two little separate trains of thought. A card game, you know, card games are always fun, but you see a lot of those lately, right? Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about what if there was almost like a form of Dice Masters with wrestling. Nice. Right? So the first thing I was thinking of, you know, like regular like D6 dice, you know, everything else. Mm -hmm. But then they'll also be like a D10. Okay. Right? And I was thinking something where it'll be like, as you do moves, that's momentum. Okay. And that momentum is how you buy your dice, like you would in Quarriers or Dice Masters. Nice. But as your opponent rolls, like their blocks take away your buying power. Okay. So if they make like a really defensive wrestler... They can actually make it like frustrating for you. Just like, you know, when you see those classic matches where the guy's hammering away, but he just pins the guy like nine times and the guy always kicks out. <laughs> and you see him like tearing his hand hair out and he's like going to the ref, like, no, it's a three, it's a three. And, you know, like, so something like that, where it's like the dice will let you decide how your wrestler is. And maybe there'll be like six different dice to keep it nice and simple. So it's not like a thousand dice in the game. But what you should do is make um, miniature dice. That way, like, if you want to put it like in a, like a small, con uh, like compact box, do you do, have you seen like the micro dices that they have? Like, well, I'm trying to think. Like, how small are we thinking here? What What was that game that had like the mini dice? Um, are you thinking like the same size as those super small dice? Not that the were in super New York City Rumble. <laughs> Not the uh, no. <laughs> yeah, they have those in like in like a bunch of games where it's like the little tiny dice that if you're not careful, you can lose it in your butthole because it's so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> well, no, like that could be a D thirty based on your hobbies, really. <laughs> that is true. That is true. They're a little you, bigger than the tiny dice. Well, how are they com compared to, like, uh, D6? They, are they, like, half the size? Well, you know the D6 ones that you, could, you get a whole bunch of them in that plastic case? Yeah, I was thinking the same size as the dice in, say, uh, Roll for the Galaxy. Like, you know when you... You ever see, the, like, the Chessex, like, you get the 36 yeah, D6s? Yeah, those ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, about that size. Okay. So just a little bit smaller than your regular D6 dice. Yeah, but not like tiny, like eBay ones. Yeah, like you can't see them at all. Yeah. Okay. So, well, so when I'm thinking about this micro gamage, so obviously we can't find those unless we buy the Chessex dice, and that's like, what, 30 bucks per bag? No. So, um, well, you would get like, I mean, Chessex, you get 36 D6 for about 13 bucks. Oh, okay. Well, right. then I must be shopping in the way wrong place. <laughs> I think you're thinking of the Poundo dice, like that giant bag of chess dice. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then how many dice are you looking at? You said how many dice again? I would say, like, for this game, it would probably be about maybe, like, 20 dice. 
20 dice. Right. Okay. So then is that for each wrestler or is that for 10 dice for one and 10 dice for another? Uh, in total. Like, cause both people will be buying, like, you know, building up momentum. Oh, okay. So yeah. That. So you have, you have that pool that you buy from if you're the offense or defense, basically. I don't know. Honestly. Yeah. But yeah, depending upon the wrestler. Okay. So, and they're all, you said D6s, but you also said D10s. So between 20 dice, how many dice are going to be the D6 and how many are going to be the Well, uh, in total, like 22. Like you each get one D10. One D10. Yeah. Okay. So then... So then 20 D6 dice and then two D10s, okay? So I'm just writing this down just so my brain can process it. So then if you're going to do that kind of thing, <clears throat> you have to figure out about your wrestler. So is your wrestler going to have be the certain style of wrestlers that you see in wrestling today, like your brawler, your luchador, your high flyer, your... Where are they going to have like any special abilities there, or is it going to be something where it's more of the dice give you that ability? I was thinking like your dice pull will dictate that. Okay. So we'll have like say like five defensive style dice, right? Yeah. They have like a lot of blocks on them, and say like four blocks and only two hits. Okay. Right, and then we can have like say like five striking dice. Okay. And those are your punches and your kicks and your chops. So that'll be like only one defensive facing, but like five striking faces, right? So those are like when you want to like just keep like laying on chops and kicks and everything like that Daniel Bryan style combo and things like that. Like almost like a Finn Balor where he goes, you know, like hit, kick, runs, gives a sling blade, things like that. Okay. So you're saying that with the D6, you're going to have five sides that are going to have... No. Wait, it's, let me say if I got this right, just because sometimes my brain goes off key. So f five of the sides would be striking, one would be defense. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, for the punching dice, like the striking for the, dice. For the striking dice. And then for the defense dice, it would be five sides are defense and one is striking then? Correct. Or, okay. So then when you're doing the striking and the defense, those are those canceling out? And then there's no like... Is there going to be like an X factor where like, say, you get like so many strikes at one time, you're going to get like a special move or, you know, how is that going to play out? Well, that's what I was thinking for like the next tier of dice. Okay. So we'll also say have like power move dice. Okay. Right. So five of them, I'm guessing. Sounds about right. Okay. And what those have are... They're all like they're all striking dice. Like those are the dice when you're going all out on somebody. Yeah. But they'll have facings where you either hit for one or two momentum. Right? So this way you can like the power dice help you get there faster in your match. Yep. So and it would be more power but less defense, I'm guessing. Yeah, like only like no defense. No at defense. All. Yep. So yeah. all all six sides would be either hit for one or hit for two. Yeah. Perfect. And then the last five dice will be like the superstar moves, like diving nice. off a rope mm -hmm. and like finishing moves. Nice. And what it'll be is, you know, like the five defense and five strike dice. Now tell me what you think of this idea. Okay. In the beginning, the players will take turns drafting out the five dice that start out their wrestler. Okay. Right? 
Yep. And so, you know, you might want to take like two strike, two power, and one defense. Mm-hmm. Or you might be like, no, I'm going to piss you off. I'm going to take like four defense and one power. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then what you would be doing is you just have roll-offs against each other. Mm-hmm. And whoever has the most momentum, they hit the opponent for one. And I was thinking like the D10 will be used to keep track of like the hits against you. Okay. So, like, anytime somebody has the most momentum, not only do they hit for one, but they can use those things to buy the other dice. Okay. And, like, you know, we'll say, like, say it's, like, the defense dice are two to buy. The striking Mm -hmm. dice are three to buy. The power dice are, like, four to buy. And those super finishing moves are five to buy. Okay. So, you know, if you make an awesome power wrestler, you might get, like, six points. Your mm-hmm. opponent only gets one defense. Like, bam! I just hit you. I gain momentum, and now I get to buy on like you know another power dive if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Cool. So then you take your d your d ten is basically rolling up your momentum. So you start from one and go up, and then as you use, you'd go back down and you come back up. So then, depending upon how many how much momentum you grab, is how many dice you can buy to keep rolling to you know hit your opponent, and finish them off, or whatever. Yep. Now, is okay. there going to be any cards in this, or is it just going to be all dice? I was thinking, like, it would it would be either, if you wanted to have, like, a card just to keep, like, track of, like, damage, because, you know, like, like it'll be, like, say, like, when you take 10 damage in total, you're just knocked out, like, you're mm-hmm. KO'd, and that's, like, your opponent gets an easy pin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another play I think we could go off of that, even, Kim, which I think I kind of know where you're going with, is mm-hmm. I think this has got all of the makings of a really fun game, a really fun micro game, but I think what it needs is it needs a little bit of personality also. And I think with that whole thing, Kim, is I think you can have your own card, which almost could be a small kind of uh, like player sheet almost, like in D&D, except for something tiny, like even make it like a size of, like I've got a little notepad here, this is perfect. You know, make it like this, where you could have... Write in your name, write in, you could write in like your, where you're from, like have them actually make up their own little character, you know, where you could say, okay, this person is from the, you can make the most ridiculous thing, like the, you know, the uh, French Canadian, you know, wrestling, you know, company or something like that. You're the Monty. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Or you can do, you know, you could also do like, you know, okay, I'm going to write, this is my catchphrase, and th- these are my super moves when I actually can... Yeah, like, know, special it, abilities. Yeah. Yeah, like, each one has, like, one special ability, and each, each card is different. We should do, uh, and you should also, like, do, like, like they'll have a picture of somebody, mm-hmm. and it could be, like, a... You know how, um, Super Packs, instead of actually saying Donald Trump, it's... You know, they like make, a spoof or something. Yeah, like, like, like yeah. you should have, like, a spoof name of the actual wrestlers... That are either in, like we can even do a mix that are either in WWE, uh, NXT, or like TNA. So like, like we can have like the overfaker instead the of the over- Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, the overfaker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah, take any old character and just make it into something for yourself. You know, you could you know like you know like with the whole you know finishing moves and stuff like that. Every dice is gonna have that same pointage. But when you write what it is on there, you know, it kind of, you know, makes yeah. it a little more real where yeah. people, you know, be like, okay, well, mine is, I, I, you know, regardless of what match it is, I bring a table in and I frog splash through this table in the middle of the ring. And, you know, 
so that's just my thing, you know. I like that idea too. Like, so I it's feel like little blank cards, maybe even dry erase or something. Yeah, or somebody can put yeah. themselves out on. Yeah, exactly. You know, it just it it makes it a little more real. Another question I had is about what we decide to make, call this game because there's lots of different um, there's lots of different things that that you could call it. Um, the one thing that you said, momentum, is awesome. Kind of an awesome. I don't know. For some reason, it just it sounds like a great word. Um, uh, I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, I when we talked about this before, I thought pop would be a good name, but just the name of momentum just sounds like, you know, when I when somebody says, you know, this is my new game, momentum, and you're like, ooh, this kind of moves me, <laughs> I, ironically and ir- unironically, you know. So I kind of like. Yeah, same here. I was I was even dabbling with the idea of when you were saying like you can write down their catchphrase and stuff like that. Where, um, you know, a lot of games have, like, where you get one reroll step, like uh, Dice Masters has it. You know, a lot of dice drafting games have that. Mm-hmm. Maybe have it where it's, like, if you call out your catchphrase, you can make a reroll. Oh, nice. But you got to actually call it out. Like, you can't just say it. So, you you know, like, you need people to be watching you because they're the crowd, even if you're in the middle of a coffee shop or a mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, even better than that, what you could do is say you were going to do your... F- Say you're going to do your finishing move. And what it would be is like just a small like mini rule in between. As soon as you roll that fin- as soon as you roll that finishing move on a strike, then you have to say it like within 5 seconds. Otherwise or like 3 seconds or something like that. Otherwise you don't get that extra one. Yeah. I think that would be kind of <laughs> cool, you know. Or, you know, I don't know. There's probably other ways that you could upgrade it once we you know once we actually made it you know you could be like okay well we could do that but then also if somebody you know rolls a finishing move and then you have maybe more defense dice than they do like their finishing points or whatever then you could have like an alternate catchphrase or something like that not just your own catchphrase you could have like you know if somebody's gonna hit you could be like you know, wave your finger like ah ah ah, like you the, know, the whole like, Hogan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then you know you get, it could be like even a you know like a momentum switch or something like that. But that could that could be for later. I'm, now I'm just I'm saying too many things, and this is gonna get no, way sorry. bigger than. Well, well, for what it's worth, I'm sorry, Do you have an idea? Well, because I was gonna say, um, so like an a, almost like what you were saying, uh, an ability type could be, um, so you you're purchasing dice, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So, I guess, like, if you're, you know, if you want to get, like, more defensive, it could be, like, either defensive dice are, like, you know, cheaper. Like, you can get, like, a a price drop on that. Or it's, like, after you buy your first two defense dice, after that, it's cheaper or something like that. Like, something like that, you know? Yeah, so... It's kind of hard to explain. Well... Oh, I get it. I was actually thinking something along the same veins as you. So, you know, like, even, like, Love Letter has, like, a small little book with it. Mm-hmm. We can say make like anywhere from like four to ten little abilities, but and everyone chooses their ability secretly and writes it on their little character card. Yeah, like they can just write the like the name of the ability and then they just go back to the uh... yeah. Because so... you don't want to, you don't want to like it's it has to be small enough where it can just be uh, compact. Yeah, so but, like yeah. so there can be like a little ability line on the card, mm-hmm. and say like an ability is technical wrestler you can change one hit to a defense. Mm. Or, like, heavy-handed, change one defense to a hit. Mm-hmm. 
that's like two abilities off of the same idea, but, you know, very simply phrased. Like, high flyer. Like, your uh, super move dice mm-hmm. is plus one damage. You like, see, plus how, one you see how good he is with this stuff? You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's really good. Like, well, it also help, well, it also helps that we're all here to play off each other, too. Because, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. you know, even though Dan has a lot of great ideas, which I do give him credit for that, it's also, it's always like, you know, and you hear about this in other podcasts and stuff like that. You have to have somebody to play off of. Otherwise, you go, I have all this stuff. It's great. And then you're like, wait a minute. I don't know if it's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> nope, there's nobody around. Okay. Well, I, I just got to trust it, I guess. So that's why, you know, all the yeah. all the play testing and talking with different people that have, you know, done this kind of thing, you know. so That's what happened with the first place I asked my stock game. And I quote, ugh, what was that? Was the first playthrough because no, I didn't. I just made stuff like I didn't run anything by people. Yeah, and and oh boy, did it hurt! I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow. So that's what a thousand bee stings feels like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny too because I hear all those too. I know people kind of talk about that, and I'm like, well, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people that you know don't like one thing or like even even with this podcast, I've talked about it. You know, I've had other people say s- certain things about about how how we do things around here and I'm like well fuck you you know but you're like <laughs> obviously they have an opinion on it because they care you know so a lot of that stuff I try to take in stride and I, I use a lot of it and some of it I go well you know what Un- unfortunately sucks that you have that opinion about it but I'm just gonna go the way that I go with it so you know with any kind of thing especially a game you're gonna you know there's gonna be a lot of people that are like what the hell is this you know but it's good to have that. It's good to have that, though, too, because otherwise you would think you would have something that's great when really it needs some, you know, updating. So. Right. Well, for what it's worth, I just quick jotted down three more ability things. Yes. So say like the high flyer, if he gets the turnbuckle hit, like on his super dice, it's plus mm-hmm. one damage. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, there can be like the uh, the catchphrase guy, where yep. like you know how we were saying like, oh, maybe if you say your catchphrase, you get a reroll. Yeah. Well, let's make that an ability where the catch phrase guy can get two rerolls per game. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the fan favorite can ignore one hit, like one big blast against them, and that's yep. that Hulk Hogan waving his finger. Yeah, yep. Or that's the whole like momentum thing where you know someone's just keep wailing on them, and then again, it's like the whole Hogan thing or any other you know big guy or somebody that's pumped up. They're like. You can keep hitting me all you want. It doesn't matter. I'm jacked up and you're going down, you know. So that's perfect. Now, quick spitball idea. How do you, what do you say to this? The first player is whoever cuts the best 30-second promo. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then how do you, if you're doing a two-player game, how do you decide who has the best one, though? If you're honest with yourself, you will know that one of you did it better. (laughs) Unless you're an asshole and you are playing the you're playing the heel and you're like, of course I did it better. But if that person's playing a better heel, you're like, all right, all right, yeah, you got it. (laughs) You draft first. Let's go. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm definitely digging this so far. Yeah, for sure. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that so, do you know, you know how, um, so like with wrestling, there's also outside influence, like you have, uh, something like, you know, you, you have to deal with the boss of the company, like they have to tell you like certain things you have to do, like maybe like if you can make, I don't know, like challenges, maybe like, um, 
have somebody be defeated a certain way or a, mm -hmm. that definitely could come into it because you could do a thing where you could do say everybody you know say both people roll i don't know two to three defenses per player they match like both have defense mm -hmm. um you could say the crowd gets bored you both lose one momentum you know, you could do something like that. There's different, yeah, there's different, like, that could be, I think that is something that could be added on later, or could be something that's just, like, a small add-on if people decide. That's a good idea, yeah. like, have, you know, have, like, something like this again, where you have the small card, and it you call it an event, just like you would in any other, you know, game that has an event, and you go, okay, okay yeah. if you want to, if you want to play these event, this event deck, here's, three to five cards that you can use to kind of make that more of a challenge. Make it like um, the pay-per-view cards. Ooh. Yeah, and there you go. Like each player gets an extra super moves dice to their dice pool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because okay. like, it's like the main event. Yeah. Or something like boss wants blood. No yep. players can buy or draft defense dice. Mm. Yep. That's a, it's funny because I was kind of thinking of a way like, House match. You need to impress everyone or you're not going to make it. Same thing, you know, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, you need to, this needs to have the most momentum in so long, otherwise you both lose. You know, something kind of like that. Yeah. So that's a, so that's a good way. Awesome, Kim. You're Yay! Awesome. So, yeah, so that's a good way to, <laughs> no, you, that's awesome. Um, don't sell yourself short. It's awesome. <laughs> And, um, so, yeah, so that would be a good little throw-in pack for the people that, you know, are just want a little more out of uh, what they've played so far. Yeah, and because I was thinking, like, so I don't I don't know if I made it clear earlier, like, you would only roll five dice a turn, like, no matter how much dice you have access to. Like, you know, yes. that's like you deciding what you're going for in the ring. Yeah. But I was thinking maybe something like, um, like, with those variant cards, it can be like house shows. You know, like, since house shows don't go over the line, like, they don't go crazy... Mm -hmm. You're only rolling four dice a turn, you know, because nice. like, hey, you know, you're only fighting for a couple of thousand people. Like, you know, we don't want any wrestlers getting hurt for this, you know. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. like the pay-per-view will be like you roll six dice per turn. So you can do like some crazy hits and like, you know, buy those big dice faster and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So when you start out, what are you going to start out with? That's that's a question I don't think we answered. I was thinking it would be you can do like you do a draft from okay. the defense dice, uh, the strike dice, and power dice. So you would have those, but does that mean that you use five right away? Yeah, so you would start with like a total pool of five. Like you would take turns drafting, like uh, like either that or possibly like maybe a point buy. Okay. Like, what do you think about that? Like, if you get, like, say, a 15-point buy, so you might actually start with less dice than your opponent, mm -hmm. but better dice. Like, you might take a few of the power move dice, just hoping to always shift momentum in your favor. Like, oh, hopefully I'll roll those twos. Mm -hmm. But they're all worth a certain amount of points, so if you have that pointage, then it depends upon what you have to start out with, and then you could go from there. Yeah, because, like, say somebody goes, oh, I'm just going to get three power dice and a strike. They're like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go crazy on you. And, like, they only roll three hits, and then you roll your defense dice and your power dice, you get three blocks, you negate them, and now you're mm -hmm. just, like, hammering at the end. You're gaining the advantage, because, like, they're just going in like a hothead. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just swinging at anything, but it's blowing up in their face. Like, because mm -hmm. in the ring, you got to be balanced, otherwise you're going to be on your back. 
Yeah, that's perfect. And even the point buy for the dice could maybe be indicated on events cards too. Like yeah, a could. pay-per-view, 20-point buy. House show, 10-point buy. Things like that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep, because, yeah, depending upon where you're going from there. Well, also, because, um, and this is also, like, thinking, like, the long, long term of it. Mm-hmm. It's, if you want to do, like, a, so, like, how wrestling goes, like, just continuation of matches, like, people feuding. If you uh, want to keep track, you could always just uh, make note of, like, who won which match. And the next time you play, if you play that character, he gets, like, an additional bonus to, like, buy. Like, he gets, like, additional points to buy because maybe the crowd loves him so much. Mm-hmm. Some something like that. Yeah, yeah that like, could be a that could be like that could be another thing where you could call that a tournament, or you could call that a career. Since we're talking about wrestling, yeah. probably call that a career. So then, if you play against certain people, you could have that plus or whatever. But also, what you could do is hold on. I'm gonna write this down again against people you beat. So then, I was thinking what you could do too is say that you're going to say that you're going to um have these like say that you're going to have that extra dice against that other person that you're fighting against or whatever if you end up playing them again they have to have some kind of some kind of reason to play you again and if they have that whole thing you can put up you can put up those dice so you can say okay you know you've you know i've had this you know this match with you you know i beat you with it I have this extra dice. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it, and then if I if I win you again, I'm gonna double what I had against you. Otherwise, if you win, you get all my dice, and I lose that. My my momentum shifts down. Yeah, I like that. And we can even have it where like you can write a little record of your wins and losses on the back of your character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what's nice is I was thinking like if it was something like a small little notepad, right? Like you know, like mm-hmm. you were saying, like for the wrestlers, mm-hmm. what's great is. After you make a guy and you're like, oh, he's pretty cool, just tear that sheet off and you keep it in the box. And if somebody's like, oh, you want to play? You can just go, here, make your own guy or just pick one of these guys already. Mm-hmm. And you can write what their starting dice are on that little sheet if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, this guy is like, he's a big submission style guy. He starts with uh, like three defense dice and, uh, you know, one strike and one power. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is my Kevin Owens guy. Like, he gets fo- like three power and two strike dice. Like, He'll mm-hmm. take shots, but he doesn't care because he's doling out too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. exactly, exactly. Yeah, that'd be great. Wow. I don't know if we need to add any more on this to tell you the truth. Can I mention Just... Can I mention an expansion idea? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Using D20s? No, well, so basically it would add a couple more, like, event things, but, like, hardcore modes where maybe it adds dice of, like, you can add, like, tables, chairs, ladders, and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, actually make those their own dice or something. That's yep. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you add, it adds the dice, so that way, like, if the event's, like, like Hell in a Cell or something like that. Yeah. And, um, so one thing I wanted to clear up, because I don't know if I stated it or not, what I was thinking is those super move dice, besides momentum, like, three facings will be plus one damage. So not only do you gain momentum if you gain, like, the most strikes, but they hit harder. Like, they can race your opponent down to the mat. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so if you get three facing and the other people don't defend it, 
then you're basically getting that plus one to really take it to them. Yeah, so not only are you hitting them for a point because you're in the lead of momentum, but you're hitting them for another point because it was your finisher. Yep, which mm -hmm. makes sense. It's like the the Hulk Hogan thing where he's like, one, two, three, and then he winds his arm up, four, you know, take him out. Yep, oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't think I have any more questions. I think we've pretty much hit every part of this. We have a name, we have our theme, we have, you know, what we're using, which is dice. We have rules. It's, you know, fairly, fairly easy to figure out. And we've got expansion ideas, we've got... <laughs> event ideas we've got little side um things that people can do if they just want to you know do it for a little bit different experience it's easy because you know you're using just you're using d6s but you're also using d10s which are fairly accessible you know that's that's the thing i think about when i'm thinking about a when a, a market game like this it's got to be something that Especially if we're just get we're we're probably not gonna produce it. We're probably just put it online and just be like, here, here's here's you know, here's our rules. Here's you know maybe some art that we'll come out with that'll be shoddy, but it'll be it'll be fun. And then you can use your you know your d6s and your d10s to you know play this game. Yeah, so I think because um, we can even possibly throw together a little something to be like print this out on a sticker sheet and just apply them to either blank or existing d6s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be fun too. So there's always, you know, those sticker sheets that people can use. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then eventually when somebody, you know, like Big picks this up, we won't have to worry about it, so they'll just produce everything and then we'll just reap the benefits. Yeah. I'm thinking we should just email Stephen Bonacore right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's like, look, I know you got Village and uh, Stronghold and, you know, you like these Euros, but let's face it, wrestling is where it's at. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll just call him up. It's like, well, let me tell you something, Podfather. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else that you guys are thinking about that, that hasn't jumped out yet or something that maybe that's missing at all? No, like, I mean, I like, uh, what I like about the idea of this is it sounds like it can fit like in a small little box, like, you know, mm -hmm. cause there's going to be a few cards, some sheets of paper, small little rules and just like some dice. It's not too big. Something you can play in a coffee house or whatever. For an art style of something that I think would be great is mm -hmm. if the inside lid of the boxes can look like wrestling rings. So, and you can roll the dice inside the lid if you're in a coffee shop or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Yeah, that's something easy, easy that we could do too is we could make a, a goofy little, you know, mat insert like that for you know like i was just thinking when you thought when you said small box i was thinking like the tiny epic games you could just take the lid of off of one of those put it on there just line it with this this awesome little you know shitty little ring and then just roll in yeah. it you know and what would be good is like uh, i was actually even thinking like the two halves of the deck box mm -hmm. like you know it's like one half of a ring one half and you put them together so it's like this is my dice tray that's your little dice tray Nice. So this, and that's like how we're rolling. Like, you know, this way dice don't get mixed up each other. It's like, oh shit, was that my power dice or yours that was rolling? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. That would be kind of fun. Yep. And yeah, make them half and half. Yeah, that'd be great. We made we made a tiny little micro game in under a half, oh, just a little over a half an hour. That's awesome. How's that, man? <laughs> Very cool. And that's momentum, people. I eventually hear, because things kind of slow down for the holidays as far as recording goes and stuff like that, so I think I may work on trying to get this out here so people can kind of experience it. Or if you, you know, you already have all the rules and stuff, if you want to, you know, 
whip it up yourself for your guy, for your friends to play, go right ahead. We will let you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so uh, then, uh, if you're down for it, we'll like uh, we'll throw a couple of things together, and uh, within a week or so, we'll try to get something on the uh, MFG group on Facebook. Sweet. Like a little quick file thing for people to try out. Yeah, that would be fun. So yeah, so it'll probably be it'll probably be out before this episode even airs. <laughs> <laughs> even better. Yeah, exactly. So they'll be able to play the game, and they'll be so excited about it that they want to listen about how it got, how this amazing fucking thing got made, and they'll be able to listen to this. And I think that's it for us. And until then, get mm-hmm. your MF game on. Legends of Tabletop Podcast, creating legends one die at a time.